Okay. Welcome to Meneers. Can I move myself up to a different spot? Like talking my screen here. I like being on the top or the bottom, so it don't matter to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll make do. All right. <laughs> hey, it's Steve with On the Vertigo, and you are now on the Vertigo Show. Thank you for joining our podcast. This is our first podcast. <laughs> will be made public. We're glad you're joining. My introduction, I'm Steve Schwer. I'm the founder, creator, and brainstorm behind On the Vertigo. The way it happened was I did a bike ride a couple years ago to raise awareness and money for Meniere's research, and it went very well. We named it On the Vertigo, and it's taken off since then. Now, after that, we, I did another bike ride, and in between, I wrote a book. Called On the Vertigo, One Sick Man's Journey to Make a Difference. I know you're wondering, doesn't it seem like this guy's shamelessly plugging his book? Yes, I am, because it's my damn show. So I can do that. So go buy my book. It'll change your life forever. It won't. <laughs> it won't, but it's a good read. Anyway, after that, I was on a documentary called Life Rebalanced Chronicles, which was sponsored by Beta and produced by Kimberly Warner from Unfixed Media. And we were so excited because I'm on this documentary out of the blue and we found out that Amazon was gonna sponsor this documentary. So I was super excited. Then I found out you could watch it on Amazon, Ruko, the Disorder Channel. What the hell? Okay, that's like getting thrown on the short bus. I'm thinking Amazon's the biggest company in the world. I'm going to be famous. And they throw us on the disorders channel. So that's like graduating high school and saying, hey, you graduated. Now you get to go to kindergarten. So that was kind of a lesson. <laughs> but anyway, it was a great documentary. you got to watch it. The Life Rebalance Chronicles. It's six episodes. And it's on Amazon Roku, to the Disorders channel, or you can go to YouTube, to VEDA, and you will see all six episodes. Super cool stuff there. After that, my brother Dave, Dizzy D, we started a nonprofit called On the Vertigo so we could raise even more money and awareness. So that's been going pretty good, but we need your help. Thank you for joining us on our first podcast. I will now introduce you to my co-host, her name is Adrian Smith. We're talking about someone who could be your grandma, but you still want to take to the prom. Yeah. From South, from South Carolina. Yes, yes. From South Carolina is Adrian Smith, and she also has Meniere's disease. Give us a 30-second rundown of your situation there, Adrian, and we'll move on with the podcast. Uh, 30 seconds. Adrian, Charleston, South Carolina. Today's my eighth-year anniversary. Haven't had a chance to kill this husband yet. Uh, I do have Meniere's disease, uh, vestibular migraine, little acoustic neuroma, uh, you know, everything else everybody else has, and more. And Steve awesome. and Dave are my friends. 
Thank you, Adrian. And we also, up above of me in my picture, is DJ Dizzy D. He's my younger brother, and he's all things on the vertigo, and none of this would be happening without him. So without Dave, there would be no on the vertigo. That's enough of that. Dave's a journalist. He's got a journalistic degree from Ohio State University. He's traveled the world. He's written books, especially the young teen series called the Ayla Bala series. If you want to look it on, up on Amazon, it's Ayla Bala series. And there's five, I think, five books, Dave, in that series. Four books in that series. If you have a young teen, they will love it. And Dave's a great author. He also co-authored On the Vertigo, One Sick Man's Journey to Make a Difference with Me. So that's our introductions to our podcast. Hopefully you're listening. Hopefully you'll keep listening. <laughs> or you might get the horn. So to start today's podcast, we are going to do something that has something to do with Meniere's, but it also has something to do with other chronic illnesses. And most chronic illnesses have something called brain fog. And brain fog is uh, like what's happening now. Like I forget what I'm supposed to say. Brain fog is a very serious issue. You forget words, you forget sentences, you forget what room you're in, you forget where you put your car keys. I know everybody's saying, yeah, I've done that. I do that all the time. But when you have a chronic illness, it's times a thousand automatically. So I thought it'd be fun to have a game between brain fog Adrian and normal, very intellectual, very smart Dave and see whose brain works better in this situation. So right here, I have a whole deck of Trivial Pursuit cards. Oh, Brain Fog Pursuit is what it's called. Brain Fog Pursuit. You know what I think about this? What do you think about this? I want to say something. Go ahead. I agree. That is a hands-down, fair dinkum, top-notch idea. Fuck yes, mate. Fuck yes. Bring it. All right. Bring it. You ready to bring it? I'm ready to bring it. Are you ready, Dave? Oh, yeah. Here's how the game works. I'm going to ask five questions. Adrian gets the first chance to answer. And if she gives an answer and it's correct, then she gets a point. If she gets it incorrect, Dave gets the chance to answer to see if he can beat Adrian's brain fog. So five questions. Are you ready? Let me get my crayon. Let me get my crayon ready. Okay, go ahead. All right. I just pulled a card random out of the box. Here we go. Question number one. Oh, this is very, this is very interesting. Adrian, what is the capital of the Ukraine? Oh, I, 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 uh, 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 God damn it. Am I allowed to cuss? Yeah, you can. Um, 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 I want to say Kharkiv. Um, um. <laughs> the hell That's close. Kharkiv. <laughs> what is it? Kiev. 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 That's what I had meant to say. Well, you meant to say it, but you did not. Dave gets one point. Brain fog. One point to Adrian. Who was a marketing student at Boston College when he landed a role in Scent of a Woman? 
Adrian. No. No. Dave. Um. Who was a marketing um, team at Boston College when he wanted a role on Scent of the Woman? Yeah, it's that. I think it's the kid that played Robin or something in one of the Batmans. Um, Matthew McConaughey. Um, no. Ah, I, is his name Chris something? You're getting there. Give me a last name and you get a point. Oh, man. I, man. Um, mm, I don't think I'm going to be able to come up with it. Um, um, okay. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Next question. No points to anybody there. Dave's <laughs> up one. Brainfog Adrian's down. What's a polygon with four unequal sides called? Oh my God. A polygon with four Ooh. unequal sides? What do you think? I'm a math major? <laughs> Wait, let me get my drink. <laughs> you should, you're looking it up on Google, probably. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. A polygon with four equal sides has to be a square. It's unequal sides, there, sister. Okay, Dave. Do you have any, oh. Do you have any answer? I'm gonna say it's an unparallelogram. <laughs> Neither of you got it right. It's a quadrilateral. Okay. Oh. What, what Chicago Bears coach learned you could break your hand by putting a fist through a metal locker? Adrian. Da Bears. Da Bears. <laughs> yeah. I don't know the football. Okay, Dave. Oh. Mike Nitka. Dave got another one. Sorry, Adrian. We got one more. Adrian, you might know this. You might know this one, Adrian. What shocking fashion innovation turned 50 on July 5th, 1996? Bell bottoms. Ah, good guess. And Dave? I'm going to say blue jeans. I'm going to say the bikini. Oh, okay. And the bikini turned 50 in 96. Anyway, good, good job. Dave won two to nothing. Brain fog. Adrian lost, but well, well attempted. Trivial Pursuit's tough. We might do that every week. Just a five question trivial brain fog pursuit. So um, <laughs> I was reading a post the other day by my friend Colin, who lives in Switzerland. And we all love Colin. Um, He's just a really good guy. He's new to Meniere's disease, but not new to long suffering in his life. But the Meniere's disease has been kicking his butt lately. He made a post the other day that was just really important to me. And he was talking about trying to get out there and do stuff. And then another friend of ours, Joanna Bradford. I don't know if I'm going to ask Jonna. Jonna Bradford. I always pronounce Kansas names wrong. City, Kansas. Yep. Yep. Um, she replied to his comment and was talking about, she was encouraging for one, which was good because we, we want to encourage each other, but she was talking about how she could do a lot of things now. Like after battling Meniere's disease 10 plus years, I'm at 10 years. I don't know what how many years you're at, Adrian. Almost 10, yeah. 
So around 10 years, like we've been able to try to do this podcast. I've done bike rides. You hang out with your granddaughter. Um, Jonna spoke about some things she can accomplish. And Colin was just saying how he's trying to accomplish little things too. It's really hard to explain this, but I just want to get your intake on this, Adrian, that Jonna was explaining that a lot of people look at us now and think since we are doing things that we must be feeling better and that our symptoms are alleviated or disappeared or completely gone. And she was making the point that no, that's not the case. The case is that my first five years with Meniere's disease, my symptoms ruined my life. They ruined me. I mean, they, I lost job after job after job. I ended up on the couch. But eventually I could overcome some of those symptoms and start doing some things I used to do that are almost normal now. But she was making the differentiation that, if that's a word, it's not that our symptoms are better or any less. It's just that we've learned to adapt to the symptoms we have and overcome and be able to start doing things again. Yeah. So I wanted you to speak on that, on how hard it is to get through a day because people see you hanging out with your granddaughter or going to the beach or taking a trip and they think, well, she must be better now. But no, our symptoms are still the same as they were five years ago when they were crippling, but we've somehow adapted. So what does that adaptation look like to you as far as living with this chronic illness, Meniere's disease? Um, and let me add, um, I do have vestibular migraine too, so it's a double edge for me. Um, I spend a lot of time with my granddaughter and there have been many days where I've been very nauseous. I've had vertigo. I'll walk around the backyard like I'm drunk, but I still try my best to keep her. And when Chris is here, he helps me. The first few years um, with this, um, I did retire early. Um, had to seek out the right medical treatment, you know, trying different meds and therapies. And uh, it gets to a point where hopefully people can find the right treatment or manageable medications or therapies that can work for them, which I have. It does enable me to interact with my granddaughter, take trips. However, there are days when I keep her and I'm ill. There are days when I take trips and I will lay in a room all day. It never goes away. It's manageable for some and not for others. But my yoga practice is not what it used to be. I do not teach yoga anymore. It's taken, it's taken things from me. But those things... There, that I've learned to, um, I've had to learn to adjust. Yeah. I, you know, I get tired but, easier. But your symptoms are still strong. Almost like you still deal with symptoms every day, even though you're doing these things. Every day. Every okay. day. Every okay. day. I just think it's important that people don't, first of all, Adrian, me, Dave, we're not medical doctors. Let me put that right out there for our podcast. We will not fix you. We will not cure you. We will not, we probably won't even fucking help you because we just don't know what we're doing. 
<laughs> we will tell you what we go through. And I just thought that was a really cool post by John on Colin's post because he is taking baby steps. And those baby steps will turn in to longer strides until hopefully he can adapt enough to where he can function and do some things he loves above the symptoms. That's the thing. It's like the symptoms are always there. There's a bottom line with me where my symptoms start each day, you know, and it, it might vary a little bit, but my symptoms are there 24 hours a day. My ringing in my ear never goes away ever, ever, ever. So I didn't listen to music for years. For three years, I didn't listen to music at all. And then one day I decided to try and I've adapted to be able to listen to music again, but I had to adapt because over top of my symptom. It's not my symptom got better or got cured. It's like I adapted above it. So I just want to encourage everybody out there that, that times do change. You do not, Meniere's is lifelong and it's chronic. It, we're going to live like this till the day we die. But to give you hope, there are ways to get above that. And so another thing I wanted to ask you about, Adrian, was what's the amount of exhaustion it takes to rise <coughs> above the symptoms? Because exhaustion is something that ruins me. By the end of each day, I'm totally wiped out. Yesterday, I went to the pool with my granddaughter. After three hours, I was dead. It was just, <coughs> excuse me, mentally and physically exhausting. Exhausted. <coughs> I took a shower. I had to take a shower. Lay down. Couldn't do anything the rest of the night. Yeah. It just took a toll on me. Yeah, this show's taking a toll on me, Adrian. Oh. <laughs> Let me tell you what. Listening to you babble on is uh, exhausting. Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me? What did you say? <laughs> you asked me a question, homie. So I'm giving you an answer. Okay, and if you ahead. don't be quiet, I'm going to do this. Okay. No, no. We don't want to see don't no twerking. Don't start it. No twerking. Okay. Go ahead, Adrian. <laughs> All right. Um, trying to get this podcast up or trying to even us to get a Facebook Live up has been mentally, it's been a nightmare exhausting. Yeah. I mean, we've been wrapping our heads and our brains together for days, weeks. Months. This works. Months. This doesn't work. I mean, we're not stupid people. I mean, well, you know, I mean, not mostly. <laughs> but it's just, um, it's a challenge. Every day is a challenge. It is. Exactly. It's no, a toilet block. Well put. It's it's a challenge, and that's what what people don't see, and that's why that's when we kind of put the smile on our faces because we don't want to burden people. We don't want people to feel like you know they have to cater to us, and so we put a smile on and we get through our symptom symptom ridden day the best we can, and uh, that's well put. It's a challenge. So 
and it's it's every day. It's not it's not once. Oh, and like what right now I'm quarantining because my wife Emily tested positive for COVID two nights ago. So we are bound, we are housebound right now. And uh, I don't think I have it yet, but I don't even know if I would know if I had it with an ear. Yeah, how would you know? Yeah, it made me feel maybe five percent worse than I normally do, which is normal. I don't know. So but I, I'm pretty I'm pretty guaranteed to get COVID in the next five days. I'll probably test positive. And I'm really, really interested to see what that's gonna do to me physically. Yeah. Mentally, mentally, I could care less because mentally I deal with shit all this every day. But physically, I'm just wondering if it, how bad it's gonna be. If you've been had the body aches, a headache sinus is draining nonstop. she's been bedridden for two days and she'll get over it here pretty soon but i'm really interested to see um what's going to happen if i get it so if you have meniere's disease and you had covid um you know comment let us know what's going on with that tortellini commented that she got it the other day tortellini's got it okay yeah yep okay so it said it was mild but we'll see what happens what, what she says but she put it out there. Okay. And one thing I want to make clear on this podcast is that this is not a Meniere's only podcast. This is just two dipshits with Meniere's that are two dipshits with Meniere's trying to do a podcast. Dave's our ringleader without Meniere's. So he's the, the anchor for us. So uh, Dave, um, um, go ahead. you got anything you need to bring up Dave right now? No, but I got something before we go. Oh, okay, go ahead. Oh, I got I got some questions before we go, but hit it, Adrian. Go ahead, okay. hit it, Adrian. We'll, well, we'll, I, have Dave, we'll have Dave take us home. Okay. Well, um, since it's my anniversary today, happy anniversary, down, by the way. Thank you. I wrote down three things that I want you and Dave to say oh. in a very sultry manner. Oh my God! Are you gonna play this for you your husband so he gets turned on? Honey, we don't need to turn him on. Leave him back in his shop. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Okay. All right. So I'll the first you. thing I would like for both of you to say in a very sultry voice is, <laughs> hey, baby. Hey, baby, hmm? come here. Hey, baby, come here. <laughs> All right. Um, let, me, <clears throat> let me clear my voice first. <clears throat> How was that? Okay, your turn, Steve. <laughs> All right. Hey, baby, come here. Oh, great! That was so creepy. That was super creepy. No, it was not. Okay. I've only got two more. Okay, Steve, you're gonna go first this time, and in the most sultry voice you can, you're gonna say. Looking fine, girl. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? Ready. You're looking fine, girl. Ooh! Ooh! Nice! Okay, your turn, Dave. I don't even remember what it was. I passed. Okay, last one. Dave, you go first this time. Oh I want man! You to say, come here, woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Uh, okay. Let me uh, <clears throat> clear my throat again. Here we go. Was that close? No. <laughs> That's all I got. Dave. My turn. Okay. What was what was the word? What was the what was it again? Come here, woman. All right. Can you all close your eyes for a sec? <laughs> Come here. <woman. laughs> I think you just broke the internet with that. For everyone at home, Steve took his shirt off, and nobody wants to see that. And my dandruff flew all over the black. I'm dying, dying, dying. Awesome. That is a hands down Fedinkum top notch idea. Fuck yes, mate. Fuck yes. All right, all right, Dave. Good job, Andrew. I like that. I like that game. I want to do that one next week. Crying. All right. Okay, Dave, <laughs> wrap us up here, Dave. All right. We have our normal section called Getting to Know You. Getting These to are know questions you. that I, I ask Steve and Adrian to give their best answer, uh, and then they can make fun of each other. Okay. First one, I think I'm throwing Steve a softball. Have you ever picked up a snake? Oh, absolutely. I was third grade. And I was with my buddies, and behind our elementary school was like this, this like little woods area. It was woodsy, not like a forest, but there was trees and stuff. And uh, there was a garter snake that me and my buddies found on recess in third grade. And I <laughs> wanted to pick it up and go put it in this girl's desk just to freak ah! her out. So I picked up this garter snake. It was about the yay long, a little baby garter snake, and it pissed all over my hands. And I freaked <laughs> out and threw it down. And I thought, okay. If if snake's gonna pee on me, I'm not picking it up. But yeah, I picked up a snake and it peed on me, and I threw it down. Go ahead, Adrian. I've wow. never. I think maybe I've touched a snake. I don't. Oh, know. I know you touched a snake. Well, yeah, now I have touched that oh, come on. behind come the on. But um, no, I, then I don't. You want, you want me to take my shirt off again? Because I will. Because I know you. All right. Well, um, I thought Steve was going to answer that he owned a snake, so of course he picked one up, but that must have slipped your mind. All right. Second one, were you popular in school? I do own a snake. Go ahead, Dave. Um, okay, second one, were you popular in school? Well, yeah, man. I sold hash at the courtyard in the smoking courtyard. <laughs> I was very popular. All right. Good thing the statute of limitations holds there for Adrian. <laughs> I was not popular. I was not a popular kid. I know I had friends in a lot of different uh, the groups and the cliques and stuff, but I was not popular. I graduated in a class of 485 people, and probably four of them knew my name, and I could have cared less. I was good. I was fine not being popular. I wasn't picked on. I was bullied a couple times, but other than that, I just flew under the radar because I hated school and I just wanted to get done with it. Okay. All right. Number three, this is going to get a little dicey. What do you think gets better with age? Owning a snake. Sex. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, well, good answer. Happy, happy anniversary. And <laughs> number four, is there a place in your neighborhood or city you've been meaning to visit, but you haven't yet? Ooh, good one. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? I live in Charleston, one of the most beautiful cities in the world. Travel and Leisure Magazine, 10, 11 years in a row, best destination to travel. And there are several places, and I see you going with the hand. And yeah, there's several places here that I've never been. And there's okay. too many. So now, go ahead, Steve. I went to New York City for a few years. But, you know, then he always does that to me. I lived in New York City for a few years and never went to the Statue of Liberty. So there. Oh, yeah. That was a quick answer. But, uh, but you know I what? I could see it from my office window because I worked in a World Trade Center in the South Tower and I could look down on this Statue of Liberty and I watched it every day while people paraglided. And I would just like, I would look out my window and daydream about not being in my office and I could see all of New Jersey, Jersey City and everything. And uh, the Statue of Liberty was like down right out my window. And, but I never went and visited it. I never took the boat out and visited it. And I thought that was kind of odd. I think I took the boat next to it, but didn't stop on the island. I thought that was good enough. Never did. All right. Is that Ellis Island? They're different. They're two different islands. Never been there. I don't know. Okay. Okay. If you could have a clone to help you out when life gets busy, would you want one? <laughs> wow. You mean like a clone just like ourselves? Yeah. Like that movie Multiplicity with Michael Keaton. Well, that movie, probably nobody's seen it, but I get where you're going, where you're going with it. So yeah, apparently, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I would. I, I would love to lay in bed all day while my clone went out and did all the dumb shit I have to do. Go to the grocery store. Go. There we go. You know, there um, is that. There is that. Yeah. If you could do that and have somebody do the mundane things that we have to yeah. do. Oh my God. Absolutely. You know, they now, make it I, all easy on the TV with this Target run. Ain't easy. <laughs> and and right. if I had a clone, it would probably be a lot cooler than I am. So that would be kind of good. <laughs> you know, I could just lay in bed and crap myself and throw up on the side of my bed, and my clone could go out and do the bike rides. That would be great. Yeah. All right. Um, and my clone could drive the van. All right. <laughs> Choose and defend your position the Beatles or the Rolling Stones? Go away. Beatles. Rolling Stones. Ooh, okay. My no defense. Hang on. Go ahead. Well, not, we need to argue this because you said the Beatles. I said the Rolling Stones. What's well, so, now, what's I love the Stones, but the Beatles, and I'm going to say something, and don't be going. Nee, 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 nee. I grew <laughs> up in, in, I grew up in, a little in bit. Liverpool. In, yeah, but, you grew up in Liverpool, probably. <laughs> I know. <laughs> As y'all know, my dad had a special job, and we had a special male babysitter when we lived in London. And Easy. every week when he come to babysit, he would bring a Beatles album. Okay. That's so, cool. 
I had had the Beatles collection by the time I was, well, whatever. And then my daddy sold them in a yard sale. Uh, but I used to run around as a kid sometimes between trips from the PI to London to wherever, singing, she loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. There's my defense. However, <clears throat> I do love the Stones. Did see them on my 60th birthday in Jacksonville. Last time they were all together, so. No. All right. I, I totally agree with that. But when you were running around saying, she loves you, yeah, 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 I'm just like, that's fucking stupid so <laughs> I, I i i give the beatles the respect they're due i mean okay they they were the british invasion but they weren't they were just kind of pussies no. compared to the rolling stones i like the fact that the rolling stones would just like go behind their guitar amp and take a dump in the middle of the set like that's cool. so the, That's the true. Beatles, yeah, they made their mark on music and they brought whatever, the British invasion, blah, 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 blah. But I got to give props to Keith Richards because oh, that fucker has drank and done more drugs than I have and he's still alive. And that gives me hope. So I got to go with the, I got to go with the stones because. Yeah. When are they going to open up the Keith Richards Memorial Hospital, man? <laughs> well, until he dies, which will be way after I die. Him and Ozzy, they're going to live forever. They're like, like I watched a documentary on Ozzy last night and I'm just like, is this guy ever going to fucking die? Because he's tortured himself a hundred times worse than me and he's still moving. So maybe I've got some hope. But I'll probably die next week from COVID because I'm no, probably no, going to get COVID and die. And then Keith Richards and Ozzy could just flip me off and say, there you go, dumbass. Well, Mick Jagger's got yeah. COVID now, so, you know. Yeah, whatever. His, uh, he doesn't right. have any organs left in him that matter, so. And right, was, Adrian's, was Adrian's babysitter named Ringo Starr? Is that, uh, but anyway, okay. No, his name was Mike Booth. Is Mike, that the sixth Beatle? Okay. No, his name was Mike Booth. Booth? <laughs> Mike Booth. He was the babysitter like the of CIA kids and a bodyguard. Mike Booth. Right. Okay. Okay, who would you rather hang out with for a day, Superman or Batman? There's a lot of thought in this one. Batman. The both of us question? Yes. You go, Steve. You go, Boo. Oh, that's easy. I'm Batman. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Three. All right. All right. Both of you say Batman. Do you sing in the shower? Besides Beatles songs. I know Adrian sings Beatles in the shower. <laughs> Does she sit? Does her audio go out? All right. I do not sing in the shower. All right. All right. I don't but sing. A movie okay. I just holler when I fall. Last one, and we'll put everybody out of their misery. Who would you want to star opposite of you in a movie? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, Angelina Jolie. If she'll marry me. 
We have Angela Salar asking if this is a monster in my closet right here. And the answer is yes, it is. And it's kind of scaring me. You see, Let me get my you can take care of that. But whatever it is, just hanging out back there. So nice observation, it's Angela. It's like snakes in a closet. Could well, be. Say there were snakes in my head. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Who did Steve picked? Steve picked Angelina Jolie. Who do you got, I, Adrian? I picked I pick Steve. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. And you're seeing right. that movie right now, and you see how bad it is. So it, is. It, is. it is. I would watch it. I'd watch it on IMAX. Let's put it on IMAX. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, thank That's... you very much, everyone, for joining us for our first On the Vertigo podcast. We'll talk all things stupidity. We'll talk chronic illness. We're going to talk Meniere's disease. We'll talk vestibular disorders. Hopefully, we'll have some guests on soon if we can figure out the technical difficulties we've been having. But we thank you guys very much for joining us today. And if you're re-watching, <coughs> we will recheck the comments. If there's any more questions, give them up. And uh, if not, peace out, mofos. Thank you for having me, Steve. You're welcome, Peace Angel. Thank you. Thanks for directing and uh, seeing our Peace man. Out. Thank you, Jason.